It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yeah. I'm working on the I'm upset. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. It's disrespect. I'm so James Erpine. Welcome into the Locked check. On Bengals podcast. I'm, I'm upset. Not signing Desert working in him out is disrespect. Now he's in New Orleans. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Great to be with you. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnBengals.com, where there's plenty written there about uh, A.J. Green, about the, the Bengals' first eight games, and, and so much more. But look, I, I got to start. I got to start the show. With something that you guys are probably tired of, and it's okay because that's not the only thing you're going to hear today is just me ranting about Dez. Spend two minutes on it. Uh, You're going to hear from Billy Price. You're going to hear from Tyler Boyd. You're going to hear from Cincinnati native and current Bengal Adolphus Washington. We're going to talk to the players today. You're going to hear someone else besides me today, tomorrow as well, when I'm joined by Joe Goodberry. He's going to join me and tell me how upset he is. I'm upset. Des Bryant, the best vet wide receiver out there, is now a member of the New Orleans Saints. Did you see that? If you didn't, he signed a one-year deal uh, with New Orleans today. Look, I, and a lot of you are like, I can't wait for your rant. I'm not going to rant. I am going to say that uh, one thing here on this. You, you've heard me rant about Des. If you want to hear me rant about Des, listen to yesterday's show. I, I've already ranted. I'm not going to double down on that. There's no reason to, and here's why. Because they can't go back in time. This is what I will say about Dez, about Golden Tate, about Demarius Thomas, about A.J. Green's injury. If I'm Andy Dalton, I would view it this way. If I'm A.J. Green, I would view it this way. If I'm Tyler Boyd, I would view it this way. The best companies, the best businesses, the best workers, the best people that are good at their craft, guess what they are? They're proactive. They're proactive. Tom Brady is... Literally going to make millions and millions of dollars, probably already has, on the the TB12 method. And it's all about stretching and massaging and being proactive when it comes to his body to prevent injury. Proactivity, aggressiveness, going after preventing the problem before it starts. It's genius, right? When you get sick, you go to the doctor and you try to get better. What Tom does is tries to prevent something like that from happening. It's it's real. It's smart. It's genius. And he's not the only one that, that's ever done it. He won't be the last. He's not the first. But the point is, is I'm not going to say I told you so if Des has 7,000 yards on Sunday. I'm not. What I'm going to tell you is this. One team, the New Orleans Saints were proactive. One team, the New Orleans Saints were aggressive. One team, the New Orleans Saints did their due diligence and homework. That's all. That's what they did. Who's the better franchise? Saints? Or, or the Bengals. Seriously, like who do you try? Who do you trust to, uh, you know, make the right moves? It's the Saints, and, and I'll say it, it's it's the Saints. Yeah, I know this is the Locked On Bengals podcast, and you want cheery old me, and I always get this anytime I'm not positive. I'm not going to be positive when there's things that 
you shouldn't be positive about. I'm not going to fake it. That That's why, to me, I, I think that you as a listener want authenticity. You want me to be honest and give my opinion? Sometimes you're going to agree. Sometimes you're going to disagree. And if you disagree, you can tweet me. If you agree, you can tweet me. If You you can email me. You can call me on that Locked on Bengals hotline at 513-666-0328. There's plenty of ways to reach me and tell me how dumb and wrong I am. I'm fine with that, by the way. I love that. I absolutely do. You're never going to hurt my feelings. It's not going to happen. But this idea that Des Bryant was going to disrupt a pretty solid Bengals locker room, and that's why the Bengals shouldn't take a look at him is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, unless you really think that the Bengals locker room is that fragile. And, and why would it be? Who, who's the bad guy on the team? Perfect? I mean, they, they got a bunch of good dudes, 52 dudes. Let's say you want to say perfect, so they're distracting, the distraction guy. Okay, 52 other guys. Who else is distracting? Who else is a guy that uh, brings so much attention to himself? And look, uh, I'm not here to, and I, and I have a practice update for you, and we're going to talk about plenty of other stuff. The Bengals weren't proactive. And if John Ross doesn't have a big week or, or Cody Core, Josh Malone, some of these guys don't have a big week, then we're going to look back and say, damn, they should have went after it. Damn, damn. You, you heard uh, Dave Lapham the other day. What? What did he say? Well, yeah, man, if they struggle and don't show anything Sunday, psh, maybe they'll consider it. That's reactive. I want to be proactive in life. I want to be proactive in anything I do. Proactive. I want to go to my boss with another idea, another way, uh, another uh, idea that's going to help our brand, help our company, help our radio station, help this podcast. More ideas, new things, forward thinking, aggressiveness. That's what wins. Reactivity? That's not what wins. Now, that doesn't say that the Bengals don't have some kind of chance on Sunday. They do. That's not to say that the Bengals don't have some opportunity to win on Sunday. They do. Or win, make the playoffs. Sure, they do. Absolutely. Look, you're talking to or you're listening to the biggest John Ross backer, maybe outside of his family, period. Like outside of people. Yeah, you know, I'm serious about that. I'm buying in. By the way, Auden Tate, I heard uh, there's a. An interesting dynamic there. Some in the Bengals organization think he can go out there and, and have some success. Some don't. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. But overall, I just I, I look at this Des Bryant thing, and it's not about Des. I don't think Des is going to come in here and be some star. It's, it's just a, an organizational issue. Lack of proactivity. Lack of aggressiveness. Lack of, let's do our homework. If you would have brought in Des last week for a workout, then maybe you would have saw that workout that the Saints saw yesterday and said, man, maybe we should bring this guy in. Instead, he's on the Saints now. Instead, he's on maybe what the, be- the, the best team in the NFL. And, and it's easy, and you can think small and say, oh, well, he never would have came to Cincinnati. He, no way would he have come to Cincinnati, James. Come on. You, you can think small like that. I don't think small, and I'm never going to. And my just my outlook always. From what I, when I started this podcast to when I got out of college, my goals have always been, you always got to think outside the box and try to reach them. So if I'm the Bengals, I'm thinking, how do I win as many possible games as I can? Who can I bring in? I would leave no stone unturned. And unfortunately today, it feels like the Bengals left a stone or two unturned. Maybe they called them. 
But until you tell me that, until you give me proof, until there's a, a really good source somewhere that says it, why would I believe that? They don't get the benefit of the doubt. That's where I'm at right now. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. We have a ton to get to today. Billy Price, Adolphus Washington, Tyler Boyd. And up next, we've talked a lot the past couple of weeks about the third wide receiver, the third option. You know what's interesting about that? Tyler Boyd talked about it today as well. You're going to hear his comments about that, about Marshawn Lattimore of the Saints, and so much more as we roll on. But first, a word from my bookie, because who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I tell you and all of my listeners to bet with my bookie. They've been in the business for years, have great reviews online, and my favorite aspect, honestly, favorite aspect, their mobile site. It's so easy and convenient to use. I'd only recommend something that's been good to me I'm telling you right now, make your way to my bookie. They have in-game betting, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy players out there, you can even bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code locked on25 to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online to get uh, today. That's M Y B O O K I E and don't forget to use the promo code locked on25. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You wouldn't have gotten the intro, by the way. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. You may not have understood that intro unless you listened to yesterday's podcast at the end. Um, But what's interesting about that is Des Bryant, there's a video that was posted, and I tweeted it out at James Erpine, that literally it's Des Bryant's workout against New Orleans, and they're playing I'm Upset from Drake. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You're you're trying to pour salt in my wound here. Trying to pour salt in my wound. Um, I thought this was interesting. Tyler Boyd spoke with myself and Elise Jesse from WLWT News 5 along with Seg Dennison of 700 WLW earlier today in the Bengals locker room. And what I thought was interesting about this, there's plenty. I asked him about Marshawn Lattimore. Obviously, Elise and others asked him about A.J. Green being down. John Ross comes up, etc. Listen to how many times Tyler Boyd mentions a third option for Andy Dalton as far as at the wide receiver position. This, to me, very, very interesting and noteworthy. Here's Tyler Boyd along with Sag Dennis and myself and Elise Jesse. Well, Tyler, with A.J. Green out, obviously, how important is it for the rest of the – we already know that you step up, but how important is it for the rest of the receivers to step up for this team on Sunday? Um, it's huge. You know, all the guys going to get the opportunity and just to show the team or whoever – else is watching that they're the next guy in line you know they're, they're the next guy that's going to be held accountable whether it's john cc josh uh tate you know they i feel like they all can play you know just that they just got to continue to be consistent i think that's the only thing that they gotta have to polish up in their game you know i think they all run good routes they all catch the ball or they wouldn't be here you know but they just got to continue to do it and then once 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 the game gets there and, and it's pressure and 
and everything else is is, is on you, then you got to continue to do what you've been doing at practice. Got to all accumulate, and you know, I got to stay the same. So Are you expecting cool. to see uh, Marshawn Lattimore uh, in coverage on on Sunday? I know he usually shadows the number one receiver. Um, I don't think they kind of did that last week mm-hmm. that I remember, but I kind of I'm we we game planning for them to at least double team mm-hmm. and definitely. Um, See, see what they do because they might just play sides because they, they shown them playing sides and they shown him follow guys well, you know. So who knows? But we're gonna um, uh, uh, strategize to defeat all, everything that we think they'll throw at us. How good is he? What based on what you've seen on film? Um, he's a real good player. Impressed. You know, he he likes to get his hands on. He get he has nice speed. You know, he's he's a complete corner. You know, I know he's a he give me a nice matchup, but um, I just gotta find a way to get open. I gotta find a way to beat him and catch the ball. So. If I can do that, then I think uh, we can get them out of their, their what, what they're trying to strategize us against. Is there pressure on everybody without AJ out there to step the game up? Um, at the end of the day, I, I kind of feel like the pressure is starting to build, but it was still pressure even when he was here. You know, we still need a third guy, you know, to come in and step up and 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 catch balls when guys is double teaming both of us. You know, it, it should be easy when. Two guys getting double teamed, and it's a one-on-one matchup out there. We should we should win that every single time. So we needed somebody to be able to come in and hit that every single time, you know. So I mean, now that he's out, guys definitely got to like this is this is the moment, this is the time. So ain't no more wait, ain't no ain't no more opportunities. This is it. You got to seize it. Everyone's gonna focus on Ross. Obviously, he was the ninth overall pick and four-two-two, all of that. What have you seen from him? Obviously, he he pulls his groin after a, a touchdown in Atlanta, and since then he hasn't played much. Um. I think he's still good. I see. I see well, since Monday we practiced, uh, I can see a change. I can see he's healthy again. You know, just by him flying past guys who did one on one, one on ones. He, f- he flew past the DB and caught it. He's looking right. You know, he's looking confident out there. He's looking like he wants to be there. He's looking like he can be that guy that we know he been should have been, or that they picked him to be. And um, we're just gonna see how it goes. You know, we don't want to stress him out or put too much over him. Don't overwhelm him. You know, we just want things to be as crisp as possible for him, so he can just go out there and play his game. And A.J. Green has been double-teamed his whole entire career. When you first came into the league, did he give you pointers on how to combat that when you do get double-teamed? Um, not, not not too much, you know, because at the time of us coming in, we wasn't never facing teams until this year against the Steelers that team showed that they doubled two receivers. Okay. They haven't did that since I've been here, since I came in, you know, so all we was really worrying about is just another guy coming in, stepping up and relieving that off A.J., you know, try to get them to play one-on-one in regular zone coverage. So he could continue to get his balls, you know. So once a guy like myself stepped up, we we seen guys double teaming both of us. Now we need the third. We need you need three great receivers in in the offense to eliminate all double teams. Do you? It seems like when you watch all of these fantasy football shows, they're always mentioning your name <laughs> as someone to pick up. Do your friends ever text you and ask you <laughs> about picking you up, like if you're playing that week or anything like that? Man, all the time. You know, every every single game, guys text me like, I need you to go for so-and-so. I need you to get me 14 <laughs> points, 12 points. I'm like, man, listen, I ain't worried about that right now. At the end of the day, y'all know what kind of player I am. I'm going to go out there and play my best game, try to win. And all the other things. Hopefully, it works out for y'all. If not, then it ain't. You know, I'm more worried about uh, this team and winning before all the other stats. You know, them things come along. You know, but I definitely get a lot of stuff for the fantasy, man. It's, sometimes it get a lot of crazy. It's always blown up yeah. in fantasy shows. You, uh, you um, obviously primarily play out of the slider you have this year. Uh, do you expect to move to the outside more without AJ? And could that mean 
maybe Alex Erickson gets more of an opportunity in the slot. I think we've seen him some, but I, I think maybe we could see him more. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, I think they're going to have me all over the place mm-hmm. this week. Uh, we haven't got out there and ran the plays that we wanted yet. Had a little small walkthrough. Everything was kind of the same, but um, I think we got a couple of plays with me lining up in the outside and his spot and you know, trying to trying to work the outside and get A.E., Alex, in the slide and change it up a little bit. But we just got to see. We're we just trying to figure out what they're going to come out playing us against. So we're going to be prepared, like I mentioned. I hope they're going to be prepared. I, you know, I, I really do. I hope they're going to be prepared. And here's the thing is I would try to leave Tyler Boyd where he is. I would leave Tyler Boyd where he is. And Erickson, when you do four wide receiver sets and you have a second slot guy, that's that's where Erickson would go. John Ross would be on the outside. By the way, John Ross and Giovanni Bernard both practiced today, so that's a good sign. I expect John to play. Not so sure about Giovanni Bernard. Um, here's what I want to see, and we'll do more of this with Joe Goodberry tomorrow. Use John. Use, I was talking to someone who covers the Bengals earlier today, and the, you know, he was like, you know, they don't ever, and I don't know if he wants me to use his name or not, so that's why I'm not saying who it was. They've never had him run a, a deep route from the left side Across to the right side, that pylon. And all these deep wide receivers, all these deep threats do that across the league. And there's just so many things they haven't done with John Ross. And, like, I, I think he can answer the damn bell, man. We've seen it. You know what you do? You show him some damn love. Have you ever been underappreciated at a job or felt like you're on the outside looking in at a job? I have. Like, at work. I have. Absolutely. And you're like, man, am I even a part of this? I'm speculating, but I think John Ross might feel that way. And if that's the case, you know what you do now with A.J. Green going down? You show him some love. Hey, man, we're going to give you some slants. We're going to give you some screens. We're going to go deep to you a couple times this post. This is you. You're the number one option on this, 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 and this. Be ready. We're coming to you. We're coming to you a lot. This is like you at Washington. Andy Dalton, I was in his press conference earlier today, and he's like, yeah, John's just got to be John. And there's no reason for me to play the sound because he really just said that. He's got to be John and play his game. Let him play his game. Feature him. Show him some love. Right? Show Mixon some love. Get these guys in a position to succeed. That's when they're going to thrive. It really is. That's when they're going to thrive. When you give them the opportunity to do so, certainly hope John Ross gets that opportunity on Sunday. One guy who couldn't be making his return is Billy Price. He talked with reporters in the Bengals locker room earlier today. Here's a first-round pick, former Ohio State center, now Bengal, Billy Price, on returning to the field, his health, and more earlier today in the locker room. How will this change things on the offensive line, considering, obviously, you coming back in at center? Do you have an idea of how that will look? Uh, no, that's uh, Coach Pollock's decision. Um, a lot of moving pieces that I can't, you know, obviously uh, talk about. So um, whatever happens, I know the best five will be out there for the game, and we're looking forward to the challenge. This has been a long time coming for you. How much do you enjoy the chance to get back out there and just kind of show what you're about and help this team get a big win on Sunday? I mean, first, it's it's a blessing again. You can't take anything for granted in this league. It's you know one day you could be here, the next day you can't. So, um, and got to give a lot of thanks to Trey and everything that he did during the, during the seven weeks that I wasn't playing. Um, and you know, and we continue to challenge myself mentally and keeping up with him to make sure that again the looks that he saw, I was familiar with. Because again, we're going to play some of these guys again. So that's what we're looking forward to. Um, <clears throat> My first opportunity to play Pittsburgh later in the year, mm-hmm. so that's what it's. Uh, we're looking forward to it. It feels like with AJ Green out, this could be a great <laughs> game for the run game to really help you out. Mm-hmm. The Saints are number one in the league in run defense. How do you attack them, and how big could the run game be in this game? I mean, you got to set the tone with it first. So again, it's, it's going to be a very physical matchup. Um, 
but it, you have to execute. I mean, again, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that the Rams did very successfully against the Saints. Um, they can you were put in those positions, and the coaches are going to do a great job putting us in those spots to execute and to go out there and make sure that we are uh, performing at a high level. And uh, it's it's going to be a fun one. Does it feel like you're coming back with this team? Obviously, they're five and three right now. Does it feel like you're coming back on a team that has good momentum and had a chance really to prove themselves in the final eight weeks? Yeah, absolutely. Again, that's the, the the mantra has been the next man up. Again, you know, AJ's down right now. You know, we pick up Auden up there. Let's see what he does. You know, uh, I went down. Trey did an excellent job. Um, and again, he's it's it's. You just got to continue to go, and it's again the teams that have a high momentum. We had a bye week, at a good time, getting a lot of key players back, and uh, it's going to be fun to see everybody back in action Sunday. Did you get to do anything fun over the bye week, or was it? Uh, I went to Jeff Ruby's on Friday up in Columbus, so um, it was nice, nice little dinner with the fiance, and got to go to Columbus on Saturday, so it was different. So. Billy Price in the Bengals locker room. I bet it was different being on that Ohio State sideline and not playing. I, yeah, of course, that'd be kind of awkward. And, heck, they might need him if they make it to the cut. They might need him against Michigan. Hopefully he can stay healthy. I was talking to someone the other day, and I want to mention this to Joe tomorrow too. Notice how no one's calling uh, Billy Price a bust. He's played a game in, you know, a quarter. And I don't think he's a bust at all. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to turn anyone on Billy Price. I think Billy Price has a chance to be a really good Bengal. But last year, like, Oh, man, John Ross, bust, look, he, oh, he got hurt, he can't play, oh, my God. Well, Billy Price has had two serious injuries in the past six months, who's, who's seven months. Who's calling him a bust? I'm not. No one is. But when it was 1-5, a lot of people were. Just interesting. That's all. Just interesting. I mean, my God. It's just Interesting. And for those who wonder, oh, can Ross be a playmaker or not? I mean, he has seven receptions, two of them are for touchdowns. Feature him a little more. I get it. He had the mess up in Carolina. Feature him. I get it. He's had injury issues. Feature him. If you can't get it done then, then that's fine. You know, then, then you figured it out. But, like, think back. Like, Ted Ginn, and everyone thinks, oh, Ted Ginn bust, right? Ted Ginn gets to Carolina. He's older. Has success. Goes to New Orleans. Has success. Touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. When he was drafted, who was he drafted by? The Miami Dolphins, they didn't know how to use him. Prime Ted Ginn, if he lands in the right spot, whoo, whoo, good luck, good luck, you know, star, or really good player, deep threat. I think Ross is better than Ginn was coming out. I really do. You got to feature him, get his confidence up. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Up next, let's talk to Cincinnati native Adolphus Washington, but first... We have to talk about sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You know they work. You can take them anytime, day, night, on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. BlueChew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for you. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Again, special promo code Locked On. You'll pay just 5 bucks shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Locked On to try it free. 
Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, and faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into the Locked On Bengals Podcast. The uh, the New Orleans Saints are one of the best offenses in the league, and they got better with Des Bryant earlier today. I caught up with Cincinnati native Adolphus Washington. About a variety of topics, mainly the Saints. Here's my one-on-one interview with one of the newest members of the Bengals defense, Cincinnati native Adolphus Washington. The Saints are obviously a a tough offense, maybe one of the best, if not the best offense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. What challenge just overall do they they give you on Sunday? I mean, you could pretty much pick your poison, man. (laughs) We we just got to go out there. We got to compete, man. Get those guys down. Get those guys down on the ground and give us another chance to, you know, line up and get the ball back to our offense. Is it motivating almost to go into a a game like this knowing that they're they're the hottest team in the NFL? They beat the undefeated Rams last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, The country's talking about them, and they're coming in here. Is it motivating to get a a chance to to play a team like that? Absolutely. You know, you go out there, you play your hardest every week, but when you have a team like this, you know, it adds a little more, you know, fire to the field, you should say. We're talking with Adolphus Washington for a few more minutes in the Bengals locker room. Drew Brees is not the biggest guy in the world, and and yet he seems to always get it done on the biggest stages. Uh, Doesn't get many passes batted down at the line, doesn't turn the ball over. When you watch him, what's the, maybe not the secret, but what what makes him so great on film? Uh, I mean, his his O-line, they kind of keep the pocket clean for him, you know, to to where he can see. and He's good at moving around in the pocket and getting to the throws that that he wants to make. So our, what we have to do, we have to collapse the pocket on him, make him stay, you know, right in the middle, make him throw pretty much out of a whale, you know, make him throw inside the pocket with a, with a, with a bunch of heat on it. I think he turns to, and everyone knows about Michael Thomas, but Alvin Kamara, the, the second-year running back, he just he seems like he's such a, a versatile weapon, not only between the tackles, but but catching the ball out of the backfield. Absolutely. Um, you know, Mike Thomas, my old teammate, you know, <laughs> he's doing the same thing that he's always done. Um, Alvin Kamara, that, that's just one of the guys that, we, you know, we have to get on the ground. You know, he's they use him in multiple ways. He's effective in, in all, all the ways that they use him. So, we just, like I said, just got to get him to the ground. When Michael Thomas, it's funny you mentioned, he got drafted in the second round and so did Tyler Boyd, and obviously both are having really good years. Um, you look at who were, were drafted in front of them, those guys, not as productive um, so far in their careers, in the, in the first round I'm talking about. Are you, were you shocked to see Thomas fall to, to round two when he did? Because I know there was some who thought he would be a first rounder. Honestly, I thought he would be a first rounder also. So, yeah, it definitely shocked me when he dropped to the second round. But I guess he, you know, he's proving everybody wrong now. Happy for him and, you know, pray for him to uh, keep succeeding. Adolphus, I appreciate the time. No like problem. Thank you. Thank you. Good stuff there from Adolphus Washington. And it'll be uh, interesting to see uh, the – Here's what I'll say. The Bengals are really high on him. Marvin Lewis high on him. He's starting to come into his own a little bit, and I wonder if that continues and just keeps continuing. Here's what I do know. We've talked a lot about the offense. Defense has to get better, man. they got to get better. Um, Darquez Denard was on the rehab field, which is a better sign. Tyler Croft on the rehab field, better sign. Nick Vigil, not yet. 
That's concerning. That is concerning. Um, from a practice perspective, though, they're going to get some guys back. John Ross. Time. It might be time. 1-5. Feature him. Feature him. I'll call the plays, Bill. I can call the plays. It's pretty simple. Don't make me upset. Here's what you do, Bill. One double screen to 15. Triple A post to 1-5. That's the play. Hey, JR, go deep. It's pretty simple. This James Rapine playbook brought to you by Blue Chew. The better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we do thank Blue Chew and my bookie for sponsoring the podcast. Joe Goodberry going to be on this show tomorrow. will be posted a little later than normal. I'm going to talk to Joe at 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that'll be our final podcast before the Saints game. And variety of topics. And then we'll be back at it next week. I'll do a Sunday podcast kind of recapping what happens in, against the New Orleans Saints. Who knows, man? Upset? I know I'm upset. So maybe we're maybe it's just the theme of the week. I'm upset. The Bengals are gonna get an upset. You can subscribe on Twitter, or you can subscribe, excuse me, you can follow on Twitter at James Rapine and at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and the iHeartRadio app. I will be back at it tomorrow with Joe Goodberry. Until then, thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.